0: Welcome to the podcast, people, with me, Mercers. How's it going? What day is it? Who cares? At some time in March. Do I care? No, I do not. I don't care about anything except myself, So what you get when you're a narcissist, you only care about yourself, episode 76, random podcast, almost two hundred. 100, do we think we'd make it, no, do we care again, no, we only care about ourselves people, if you're caring about others, get away from me with your fucking empathy, don't need it, don't want it, give me your sympathy, that's all I want, empathy, no thank you, sympathy, there we go, money, thank you Give me, don't give me your poor, give me your money. That should be the for America. Don't give me your poor, give me your money and then fuck off. Sad day, I found out my buddy Jerry Jimmy lives in New York. Good buddy from Ireland. He's leaving. He's leaving to go to London. He's been in America for as long as me. Creeping, peeping, being a, the East Coast version of myself. People always be like, uh, oh, Don't you miss Ireland? Don't you miss Ireland? Would you not miss Ireland No. And I'd be like, No, not really. They're like, What oh, are your friends? And I was like, No, not really, because you'd already see them anyway. If you all they'd all be married and working in the bank or whatever they do, teaching. Um, and then they'd be with their wives or their girlfriends, and you wouldn't see them really, except for once in the blue moon. But that's why with Jimmy, if he's on the East Coast, I'd be like, Oh, I can just phone him when I'm Goosed hungover. Phone Jimmy. Jimmy be Goosed and I feel better. Because that's all you want. Someone else to be Goosed with you. No, better feeling than someone else to feel your woes and your pain and all that crap along with you. And Jimmy B. Jerry was a good man for that. He's going to London, so we'll be on completely different time zones. Doing the old... Delayed WhatsApp The phone calls will be over Won't be able to phone up New York Talk about soccer, talk about boozing All the good stuff All those days are gone Sad day for the parish The parish of the world Jerry gone back to the other side of the planet Now I'll be all solo Poor me, woes me Give me that sympathy and give me your money Farewell to Jerry Uh I was trying to think of the last stories I was telling Jerry. Not sure. i got to go visit these East Coast now, apparently, before he leaves. So it looks like I'm coming your way in New York. Happy days for the lads and the lassies. It's funny, too. His name isn't even Jimmy. Jerry. Um, in case anyone's listening, that one even says his real name. But we went on, like, a soccer tour. This back in college. UCC University College of Cork. We were on the soccer teams. And uh, we did a tour the East Coast. And they couldn't understand his name in America. So we just started calling him Jimmy. Because the Americans are like, how would you just pronounce that? And they're we like, i just call him Jimmy. And then we called me Omar. They're like, Merrick, Eric? And I'm like, no, American. They're like, Omar? So we became Omar and Jimmy. Um... Jesus, with some laughing, those tours at East Coast. Do you want to know? Anything? I keep been whispering because the people in my apartment and I'm all self conscious now because I'm like, I can't be going, ah. Even though I told them oh, i got to go in there and do a quick podcast and they're like, all right, cool, just be out here. And now I keep stop starting. So if you're wondering why it's kind of whispery and why it stops starting, there we go. Because I don't, I'm like, I'm talking like a fucking idiot. But anyway, we're at the East Coast. Uh, playing like harvard and princeton and all them good teams i remember the first time we went we were like training in tents back in ireland we were wearing like uh we used to wear bin bags while we trained so that we could like recreate how hot it's going to be in america so we'd wear all our clothes and we'd wear bin bags over them to sweat extra it was brutal puking and passing out during training. And then we went there, and we were all serious, and we were playing, and it was all no drinking before the games, guys. Which was awful. We were like, all right, fair enough. And then we had a laugh, boozing. Going around to these frat houses, we were like, Jesus, America's unreal. Going all around, turning around, great laughing. And the next time we were going, um, we were like, who cares about the games? we were kind of losing, winning some and then losing some we were like, who cares and then we just went boozing every night ever, every night of the tour um, and we lost the game pretty poorly but who cares that's what we realised, we are like who gives a shit if Princeton beats us or Harvard we'll just take a, a, a we'll just do something retribution, I almost gave away a little secret but I held back people just in case anyone's listening, they're like, all oh, right, you shouldn't have said that. I held back because I'm nice. I don't remember this. This is a weird story about Boston. We rode at some nightclub. What's it called? Avalon? Um, we were at Avalon. And I remember meeting these two, this Japanese girl, and she was like, oh, let's party. She, she was like on an exchange student. She was like, let's party. And I was like, all right, let's party. So she took my number and then went back boozing with the team. And then afterwards, she texted and she was like, Oh, come over. We have a party in my house. You're a funny hot boy. That's why I read her texts. But she spoke like that. She'd like broken English. So she was like, Bring a friend. My friend is here. So I got my buddy to come over. Uh, and we went over to their house. We were all in the hotel and we were like, Oh, we're going to a party. So we left... We went to the hotel, we got to their apartment, and uh my buddy was like, take one for the team. The girl I was with was hot, but let's just say the girl he was with, to put it subtly, he was not. Jesus. It was like, oh, he's taking one for the team, lads. <laughs> Don't get upset, people. Not everyone's hot. Uh, so... I remember we were, we were like where's the party and she was like no party we want sex. And we we're just like all right, okay, that works with us I suppose. You know us for gentlemen, but if you put it on a platter, we'll eat it up. Uh, so we go into the room, and she tells me why am I telling this story? This is brutal. Anyway, we go in, and her room's roasting. It was like I don't know at The end of summer September or something August September But she's like The heating on And running the bed And it's roasting And then it's time To get down to business And let's just say uh, Her Onion patch Was the smallest Onion patch In the world Why I call it The onion patch I don't know But there we go Came out of my mouth she had the tiniest onion patch. Let's call it a pleasure pond. Whatever you want to call her vagina. There you go. It was like tiny, tiny, tiny. And um, I couldn't, I could barely fit in to take a dip, if you know what I mean. If you know what I mean and I've said too much. Couldn't take a dip. It was I had to squeeze in, and she was like, ow, 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 and I was like, is this, what's going on, she's like, I am virgin, ow, 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 and I was like, this is horrible, this is like beyond, this is not what I thought it was going to be, this is meant to be fun, I thought no, Galavant, the the night leaves, and if she's just gone ow, 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 and then I'd look at her and she'd catch me looking and then she'd and she's like, oh, 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 so nice, so nice, so nice. And I remember at the time I used an analogy, it was as tight as a fish's ass. That was a classic saying in Ireland, as tight as a fish's ass. And uh, that's what was going through my head. I was like, what's going on? Why is it like a fish's ass? And then she was like, oh, she kept saying, oh, so much. I was like, "God, this is horrible. And it was so hot. And her radiator was on next to her bed. And I burnt my ass off that. I remember being like, oh, my God. It's, it was like roast. It was like a sauna. She was like, so cold. Oh, it's so cold. And I was like, it's so hot. And she's like, oh, oh, so nice. And I was like, this is so awful. Um... And I just, I started getting, I was like, ah, oh, this is the worst. And I broke out into a sweat. And did you ever get like one of those sweats where it starts and you're like, ah, there's no stopping this. I won't be able to not stop sweating. And I get so bad and then you start worrying about the sweat. And then you sweat more. And by now it's dripping. It's like there's a hose in your body. It's like someone's pricked you. You're a water balloon and someone's pricked you with a knife. And it's pissing out of you. And that's what happened to me. Booze and sweat just pouring off my face. And I was dripping. And then it started dripping onto her face from my own. She was like, ow, ow, ow. And I was like, oh, stop saying that. It's not, it's not conducive to what's going on. And she was like, ow, you sweaty boy. You sweaty boy. And I was like, stop saying that. It's going to make me sweat more. And I was just dripping. And she's like, stop. No sweaty. Sweaty boy. Ow. I was like, oh, this is frugal. And then she started, she took a pillow that was behind her head and she started dabbing me full, fully in the face with it. Kind of like, you know, a boxer during rounds when he gets dabbed off with the sweat. She was doing that to me, but she was kind of slightly punching me in the face with the pillow. And I was like, oh, and she was like, you want to stop, sweaty boy? I was like, oh, this is Brooklyn. Eventually I was like, all right, this has got to stop. Who? Why are we doing this? What's going on? Neither neither party are really enjoying it. And she was like, no, I like, I like it. I like it. You just sweaty boy. And I was like, well, fucking turn off the heat. Or why are we under this big blanket of duvet? And I was like, oh, oh. I just came, I didn't, I think I lied, and then I was like, all right, and she's like, okay, I sleep, and I was like, oh Jesus, okay, time for me to call, and then I went outside to uh, the kitchen, I was putting on my shoes, and I was wearing for my buddy, who was wingmaning, and he came out with the same look on my face, he had the same exact, um, Same exact experiences i had he was like what what happened i was like i don't know and he's like it was so small i was like i don't and he said you owe me and i said i do i don't think i ever paid him back so paul if you're listening i apologize i apologize for never paying you back for such good wingmanship um What was the point of the story? I don't know. Me on the East Coast, who knows? I've lost my train of thought many times already, and it's only thirteen minutes into this podcast. Uh, So yeah, sad day, Jimmy be leaving. Now who am I gonna tell my hungover stories to? Who can I reveal? the darkest secrets and they'll say Asher I've done that myself and then I'll feel better that's all you need in Ireland Asher you'll be grand sure who hasn't done that Asher you know yourself that's a funny one that we say to each other Asher you know yourself I've done it many a time and you'll be like "All right, cool if he's done it then I I feel better I'm not alone I'm not alone tormenting myself hungover with thoughts of what am I doing last night Jesus where did I go or how much did I booze and Jimmy would be like, Ah, sure. Heaven to be all. Um, have to be all. Nice lie to tell your, to yourself. Do you know what's a good lie that everyone tells themselves in LA? Ah, it'll all be worth it in the end. I noticed that. People are always like, Ah, you're, you're, you're not living your best life now, but it'll all be worth it in the end. You're living in a little... I knew a guy before he was living in a closet. I didn't realize, he lived in a house, I didn't know him, but I knew his roommates, and uh, they lived like in a three-bedroom house, but there was four dudes, and then two girlfriends living in there with them, and then I was like, then he moved out, he moved home, because he gave up, he failed, he was trying to be an actor or something, chiseled guy, probably, good. he was good-looking, chiseled probably not an ounce of talent in him hoping to get by in his looks alone but he could barely string two words together and he probably had a cocaine problem so you know it all adds up in the end but i was like where was he living if there was no was he staying in one of your bedrooms and they were like no we have a big closet in the living room he just put a kind of a sleeping bag in there and he slept in the closet and i've seen that closet it's not a big closet it's like a coat jacket closet where you can kind of walk in like he must have been sleeping sitting up against the wall every night and you're like oh that's depressing but I'm sure he was stuck in that little closet and he was probably saying to himself ah it'll all be worth it in the end what's that phrase The means I, think, I can't think the process The means something the results you know the one imagine how bad that would be every night you're coming home and are like, time to go to bed. You just sit in the closet up against the wall and you turn off the lights and then in the middle of the night someone comes in. They're like, oh, don't mind me. I'm just getting my jacket. You're like, no worries, man. I was just sleeping, reading the book. Oh, I picked up a girl from the from the club. Don't mind her. She's sleeping, standing up in the other corner. It'll all be worth it in the end. And what if it's not? What if it's not? I wonder how many comedians... uh. ...who haven't made it... ...like we have a group of buddies... ...and one of our friends is the most famous... ...by far... ...not by far... ...he's made it... ...he's set for life... ...sorted... ...never... ...he'll never not be famous... ...or making money from standing up... ...but then the rest of us... ...are like coming up... ...but if there's five of us there... ...one of them's... ...mega... ...mega made it... ...and then there's four of us there... ...maybe three, four... ...at the table openers, features. You're like, we're not all going to make it. There's no way. So someone at this table is going to fail. But I wonder who at the table is convinced, I'm definitely going to make it because that's what I have in my head because I'm deluded people. Oh, I got my things wrong last week. Remember I said this girl was like to me, you are deluded and here's why. And she did this Paragon thing with her hands and she's like, so she's like, Took her fist and she was like she put it up where her head is she's like here's where you think you are and then she put her fist above her head here's where you think you're going to end up and then she put her fist down by her stomach here's where you actually are but you're such a good liar to yourself you think you're up here and she brought it back up to her head and i was like wait a minute that's too honest and she's like listen look at your surroundings, here's where you are and she put it back down by her stomach and I was like, hmm and she's like, that's what you do you do it with women too you're down here, this is where you should be you somehow get women up here by her head and she says, and still you're so deluded you'll think you'll do even better and she put her fist above her head and she's like something's wrong with you and I said probably I concur completely. Um, What was that point? It'll all be worth... Oh yes, I'm so deluded. I'll be like, ah, don't worry, it'll all work out in the end. And then your seventy-year-old man sitting in a (laughs) closet—that'd be hilarious. So I ended up in the closet. I'm paying two thousand dollars to rent out this guy's closet. He makes me piss into a jar. I'm not allowed to use the bathroom that'd be nice it has been there reading me books my new favourite thing at the moment is that I'm reading Tolstoy and it's actually unreal I always thought it'd be like archaic and old fashioned and like boring you're like oh, I don't want to read that crap and I'm about I don't know how many chapters 12 I think now 12 chapters in and you're like oh this man's unbelievable how good a writer he is he gets characters like no other and it's, it doesn't feel old fashioned or it doesn't even feel Russian Probably because I'm not reading it in Russian, reading it as translation. But, uh, yeah, if you haven't read it, I haven't been able to get into a book either for ages, and I can get into this one now, and I'm, like, dancing. But the best part is, that, oh, I'm dying to name drop all the time. Just, like, bring it up in random conversations. I was up buying milk. person at the grocery shop's like, what do you get? And I was like, ah, oh, just buying some milk so I can drink it while I'm reading Tolstoy. So I mentioned I'm reading Tolstoy. I'm just shoehorned into every conversation. Because that's the best part about reading Tolstoy is being able to say, yeah, I'm, I'm reading Tolstoy. I'm going to carry it around with me so if I ever get knocked down, I'll be like, ah, oh, he's reading Tolstoy. Ah, oh, this man was, this man, he, he mightn't look it, but it was all going to be worth it for him. And now... Poor fella, he passed away But I, I hold him in high regard Because he was reading Tolstoy What a champion of a human being And I'd be like looking down from heaven Being like, ah, it worked It was all worth it in the end It was all, maybe not But it's hard Do you know I realise too? It's hard to trust someone who doesn't know Who can't lie If, you're, if you don't know how to lie I can't trust you I saw this guy the other day that I used to be friends with and no, I'm not friends with anymore at all. One of the reasons was I couldn't trust him because he would lie about the worst things. Not even the way. He kept cheating on his wife. But he couldn't just be like, I cheated. He'd have to go into the details uh, like of the sexual act that he'd do and say it in like a dopey way. And I'm like, just lie and say, oh, I just had sex. Not, oh, I got a titty wank. I got a titty wank in an alley. He's told his wife before, he's like, "Ah, oh, I can't trust this guy anymore. Not because he got the titty wank, but the way he phrased it. But, oh, the coffee's kicking in, people. The coffee is kicking in. Um, at least the rambles are back. Jesus, I got highly insulted last night. Uh, I was taking this Uber, and I get into the Uber, and the Uber driver was playing, like, this classical music. I don't know what it was, but it was... Unreal Nice and soothing You know what I mean, I'm a classical guy Did I mention I'm reading Tolstoy um, And uh, So we get in And he's on his phone he's like Oh blah 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 And he's playing And he's like Driving along To the classical music And then he looks at me And he stares at me In the mirror And then he turns The station over To country music And I swear to god I've never been so Fucking insulted In my life for him to think Oh this guy's definitely Into country music Listening to some It was a 40 And the 49 Yeah you made 60 seconds Feel like 30 Time ticking away In the glass Oh it went so fast That was the fucking song He put on I was like Put back on that Beethoven You prick Five stairs Five begrudging stairs um, So that was a pause. Oh, I read as well. Well I've read this before, but I reread it again this week. Cork, where I'm from, in Ireland. Oh lovely Ireland. Oh lovely Ireland. Uh was voted the least sexual city in the world. I think of like a hundred cities, Cork was the least sexual of them all. That makes sense. No one in Ireland talks about sex. I'll probably get banned from, from re-entering Cork because uh, I spoke about sex at the start of this podcast. But that's weird. Least sexual. It makes a lot of sense. I don't remember anyone talking. You just give little nods. Oh yeah, you know you gotta stick the old, in the old, hee-haw. You give them all the, yeah, yeah you know yourself, sharp, sure. you'd be like, no, I have no clue. I have no clue. I barely know anything about my own body. Never mind the female body. So let's just go through life feeling like an idiot, and all the sexual pent-up tension. Uh, let's just let's just booze and let it out when you booze. And then I saw L.A. is like number four on the list, I think, which makes sense. Although I'm surprised it's not number one. Very surprised with that. It's the horniest place you'd ever go funny too, like, I remember in Ireland growing up, uh, if you were, like, masturbated, had a wank, as we say, you were considered, I remember they would be like, you're a wank, lot oh, of I that's so gay? People would call it gay, and you were like, no, man, I don't wank. And then, like, a the cousin, um, who was younger than us, we were probably 15, have I told these stories before? I don't know, let's tell him again. And he was like, he was from, um, different parts of the city of Cork where we're from he was obviously from more open parts but he was like I rang all the time you what are you on about it feels lovely and we were at a Christmas party like a family party and we were like nah you can't say that out loud you can't say that out loud Plus, are you homosexual? You wank? Come on, don't be doing that. And he was like, I do it all the time, bye. He told us this one story of how he's, like having a wank in a garage petrol station and uh gas station. He was like, I was a fucking horny, so I was having a wank in the uh in the uh, gas station in the uh, the public bathroom and I forgot to lock the fucking door. And some guy walked in, and I was having a wank. And he, this man, he was an older man. He started staring at me, and he's like, "Get out of here! I'm having a wank. Close the fucking door. What are you looking at me for?" And me and my brother were just like, "What?" And then he was just like, and we're like, and then what happened?" He's like, "I finished off my wank. <laughs> fair play, fair play to him being able to finish off a wank under such strenuous." Circumstances uh, when the pressure was put on him, he could pull it off, figuratively and figuratively again. Um, yeah, I remember that. That was funny. Oh, yeah, I fucking had a wank. You don't talk about anything. Ah, oh, something has popped in my head not to talk about, and then you talk about it. Who knows? Who knows? I can't remember. can't remember. People were giving out to me. A girl was giving out to me. She was like, sometimes you have big lulls in your podcasts. And I'm like, what the fuck am I doing? Sitting here listening to nothing? Well, that's me trying to get, regain my thought process. Does that happen? Sometimes no. Do I find a way back to what I was gibbering about? Again, sometimes no. But sometimes I do. Oh, it's funny too, because like shame is... Everything in Ireland is shame. Shame on you! Ah, shame on you! Shame on you! Shame on you! You're having fun. Shame on you! So if you're having a wank, um, I remember too. This is dumb as well. I think this is after my cousin told us about that uh, wanking story, and he was like, he was like, "Do you do you guys not wank?" And we we're like, "Lying, no." He was like, "You know, you. It's okay to say it." And we're like, no, we don't. And he's like, all right, you probably don't even have pubes, do you? And I had one pube. And uh, I was like, I do, actually. And they were like, no, you don't. And I was like, I swear to God. And they were like, show us. And I was like, well, I'm not showing you me, really. So I plucked the pube out. And I was like, there. And they were like, no, you've no pubes. And I was like, ah, I got tricked. Pubeless. Pubeless mouse, they called me. Pubeless haze. Pube free. Pube free. Don't know why I keep saying the word pube. But there we go. Pubey Mac. Um. Oh, but it's a vicious cycle. Just masturbating. Then you feel shame. And then the shame feels bad. Feels naughty. Feels dirty. Feels like, oh, I've been doing something bad. And then that turns you on. And then you masturbate again. And then you keep going till you pass out. Pass out in a heap. It's funny... I think an, an Irish thing, this might be me being very broad, but uh, I still know people, if they're hungover, they'll have like four wanks a day. Like, oh, I fucking battered my body having a wank. I asked American buddies here, and they were like, What? No? Is that what you do? And I lie and I say, Haha, No, not at all. What are you on about? Don't know what you're on about. What do we talk? What uh, see the Oscars? All yeah. oh, the Oscars around this week. Nice sidestep wanking to Oscars photo wankers. I remember I'm stole an Oscar before, maybe five years ago. I went to this party, Irish party, and uh as I was walking in, it was for like the winner of an Oscar. I can't remember who he won for. What was that? Blue Avatar. He was on special effects or something. If you Google that, you'll know who it is and whatever. So I walk in to this part, or this pub, Dylan's. it was called. It's gone. It's now in Hollywood. Or it was in Hollywood. It's gone now. I walk in, and I didn't realize I walked in the exact same time as the dude who won walked in. I should have seen the Oscar in his hand, but, you know, I was too busy looking at my reflection in the mirror. Um. So I walk in, and the crowd cheer. And I was like, I assume if a crowd cheers for happiness, I'm like, oh, that's for me. So I'm like, yay, put my hands in the air joking, but also being like, finally, I'm getting recognized for like, I knew this would all be worth it. Um, And then I see next to me is to do with the Oscar, and he's looking at me, and he thinks I'm with all the group, but I wasn't. I was like showing up to try and like crash in and, oh, how's it going? Oh, can I take a photo the Oscar? And he's like, yeah and what's weird is that like i've seen this happen before as well in other places people will hand off their oscar like hold it have a look and you're like all right and this guy was like yeah and he hands me the oscar and all these other people swarm in and they're like shaking his hand and taking photos and like a lot of people came down are still by the door and i'm now holding his oscar and so many people came towards us that I kind of was like, oh, and I kind of backed out. I backed out the door. And then I was on Hollywood Boulevard, me and the Oscar. And I swear to God, my first reaction was like, I'm going to run away with the Oscar. I'm going to run home and wake up drunk with Oscar next to me in the bed. Split section, section split second decision. And before I could make it, uh, the guy came back out all kind of angry cause some must have been like who's he? and he's just like I don't know grabbed the Oscar back off me and I was like ah I lost my chance I should have ran down the street I'm praying off that story because someone did try to steal uh, what's Francis McDermott Francis I can't remember her name Try to steal her Oscar anyway. Who cares? says you to me. Who cares? Playing out Sunday night, I was like, oh, let's see if I can get any stories because I radio might phone me up. And then I was walking by Sunset Towers. And a limo pulled up and a guy jumped out. Little guy with an Oscar. And he had just won. And I was like, Congratulations. And he was like, Thank you. And I was like, Can I hold that? And he was like, No. Was like, Oh the word in the street must be not to give away your Oscars Then I was walking down the street One of those The Kardashian, the dude, the big fat guy was walking past me And he's like what was that, who was he And I was like I don't know And he walked on and I was like alright there's some stories If anyone phones me I oh, yeah, saw an Oscar winner, who was it? I don't know Who else did you see? A Kardashian What did he say? Not much Did he give you free socks? No Why are you phoning us? I don't know but no one's found me yet, so, you know. Uh, there we go. There we go. Tonight for the beautiful people. It is nuts like in L.A. It's, like in Ireland. There's so many sound people. Like, alright, so many sound girls. Like, you're a laugh in Ireland. But there's not that many, like, unreal hot women. Let's call a spade a spade. But then in L.A., there's like so many good looking women But they're not a laugh Or they're very dumb It's called a spade a spade um, I presume the do They're awful too I don't know Yeah I do know actually they're awful But So like it's full of dumb people But they're good looking Whereas Ireland is full of sound people And they're not that great looking So it's an odd mix Because then when you meet someone who is sound Or smart you're like oh She's hot, but more importantly, she's a smart old fucker. And you're like, Jesus, that's even hotter. Whereas in Ireland, they'd be like, oh, who cares if she's an idiot? She's unreal. there are some unreal, but then you're like, oh, I can't hack this. Anyway, I don't know what I'm gibbering about, but you really miss what you don't have when it's gone, huh? You miss brains. You get sick of beauty. That's why I say up in San Fran, there's, a, there's gems up there. There's a lot of smart fuckers living in San Fran And then they're hot and sound On top of it You're like oh That's where the brains are But they're also kind of hidden It's hard to find a hot looking woman Randomly on a night out in San Fran They're all middle of the road I find I'm a harsh man What would I give myself out of ten I'd give myself one out of two Out of two I'd give you one Classic Irish chat up line ...that no one in America understands... ...I am... do you know what I realized too? Do you know how... ...if you're a dude... ...this is how you improve your life if you're a dude... ...listen to women... ...when they give you... ...especially... ...like if a woman has style... ...listen to her advice... ...I've been doing it recently... ...and oh boy... ...do I hate all my clothes now... ...this one girl was like... ...you gotta stop... ...dressing like that... ...that... ...your hair and she was like can I just get you a haircut so I was like alright fair enough I think you're wrong I'll take the plunge so earlier on she got me a haircut and I was like ah oh. oh, oh oh she was right the whole time about everything oh cause now it's unreal <clears throat> cause that's another deluded thing do you ever look in the mirror you're like looking well looking well looking well and then from any other angle you're like oh just a tiny bit of the front of me looking well the back of me the side of me it's a complete mess it's a disaster what's going on on up on top of my head I don't know finally I see I needed a woman's perspective to make me better so that's my advice, if you're a man and you're an idiot, like me, like me, let's let's call it a spade. bit of an idiot, uh, listen to women, they'll improve your life, they'll make you better. I've never, like, gone out with someone and not improved, because of it. when I first came to LA, I was wearing big baggy jeans, my roommates at the time were like, you gotta wear something skinnier, and I was like, nah, big baggy jeans are in, my buddies think they're cool, and you're just like, ah, oh, straight guys have no clue, no clue whatsoever and then you meet other girls and they're like alright you gotta dress smart and you're like ah but come on this old haggard t-shirt with like bolognese sauce on it that's not charming they're like shut the fuck up or we won't hang out with you or invite you to dinner I remember I went to one meeting before in Beverly Hills a girl set it up for me Uh, the meeting was harsh it was like about nothing but at least it was like oh I'm meeting some guy from CAA and I showed up in shorts, Abercrombie fit shorts, that had a big dangly belt. They were like blue plaid, Um, a Calvin Klein t-shirt that was meant to be white, but it was kind of off-color white, and it was a bit baggy, where it shouldn't have been. So it made my body look like a triangle. It made, gave me no shoulders, but a wide stomach. And because it was hot, I was like, Oh, she just wear flip flops. Flip flops. Did you hear me? I wore flip flops to a big meeting with CAA. and I showed up in this fancy restaurant, some like Italian restaurant. Even though it was during the day, that's why I was like, Oh, it's gonna be casual. Everyone was in suits, everyone's dressed up, everyone's looking well and I walk in and it was roasting, so I walk in with a pink sweaty head, reminiscent or er, reminiscent of the time with the Asian girl. Oh, you sweaty boy! Like sweat just pissing out of me. I wasted a lot of time thinking about sweat, unfortunately, and my hair. But now I don't have to worry about my hair anymore. Now I just gotta fix my sweat. Uh, so I walk into this meeting, and the person's just like, "Oh, well, this is a lunch time I can never get back, and now it's a waste of time." And I, I even think the girl, because she was there too. Cause she was like the middleman. The middle woman, she started making up excuses why I was so underdressed. He's Irish. That's a good excuse that people usually use for me. He's Irish. Asher, he's Irish. Don't mind him. He's Irish. Can only get you so far. Eventually they're like, no, he's an idiot. Doesn't matter where he's from. And, but now I can be like, ah, oh, but you know, I'm reading Tolstoy. This like smart girl too She keeps telling me She's like I keep learning new stuff And then I, I'm gonna be like uh, I can be like uh, Do you know when you hear Something Someone said I can't even think of an example I'm so dumb My coffee's wearing off uh, Like Oh Jesus Why am I so thick I can't think of an example Right, there's a thing called the Dunning-Kruger, the Dunning-Kruger effect. I think that's how you pronounce this. Another girl told me this. Dunning-Kruger is when, like, people are so dumb that they can't figure out that they're dumb. So it's just like, you can't, if you're going to be like, you're dumb, they're too dumb to be like, oh, that's a good point you make. They just, they don't know. Um. So if you say that to someone... It kind of sounds like you know what you're on about. Because when I found out that, I was, I brought it up 17 times in conversations that week. I was like, oh, yeah, that's kind of like the Dunning Kruger effect. And they were like, what? And I was like, well, you know, it's kind of like sometimes people are so dumb that they don't realize they're dumb. So it's no point telling them you have to get a different way to get through to them. And you're, the people will be like, oh, yeah, oh, this guy must be smart. But it's not, it's just an illusion, it's just a delusion. It's like a veneer, and then I was this girl was like, "Yeah, you just got your veneer. You've shine, even a nice shiny veneer." And I was like, What's that mean?" Um, she's like, "It's like a thin layer of paint, a thin coat of paint. That's your depth of your knowledge." And I was like, "Ah, that's a good point. I'm going to use all these points on the podcast and pretend that I'm smart." So now I've been using the word veneer all week. So that's what my knowledge base is. I do like when you meet someone who's so smart, you're like, oh, yeah, I've been dumb this whole time. That's nice. Time to step up the game. Step up the game and prance into the life. What do I mean by that? I don't know. Um. All right. Let's say we've reached the end of this cobbled... Uh, Winding bewildering, Befuddled road Who knows where I was going But we got there in the end And the end is just the end When we say good luck good do Uh, Jeez I need to learn how to be able to be like Do this podcast with other people In the room next to me So I don't think they're like Listening And No one cares That's what you gotta realise Nobody gives a shit about you (laughs) talk away dribble high dribble Any anything else let me check no that's about it was it all worth it in the end I don't know let me know hit me up don't forget to leave a review on iTunes subscribe spread the word tell your friends check out my books random random or freedom uh a load of shorts on YouTube Brand Dumb The Adventures of an Irish Guy In LA Trick or do On Twitter And Snapchat and me those nudes Instagram At the Marques If you're in LA This Friday Come to my show At the Laugh Factory 745 Hit me up If you want some VIP guest list tickets Some few people Listen to this podcast 200,000 only That I'm sure we can accommodate most of you Just don't be a psycho My buddy's got this girl at the moment She's not a girl, she's a psychotic woman Who's sending him messages Sometimes like I get some weird messages You're like, ah this person's psycho, I got to leave But this woman's messages are like I'm gonna shoot you, I'm gonna kill you I wanna make love to you You better bring a condom Just like mental. I'm going to shoot you, tell the FBI, I don't care. I book flights, I'm coming to see you. I cancel flights, you owe me money. I'm going to shoot you and your friends. That's when I got concerned when he showed me those messages saying, and your friends, and I said, all right, don't tell her about me. Um. So if you're that psycho, you know, cool it down a little bit. It won't be worth it in the end if you... There's no need to kill, is what I'm saying. Just send a few uh, nude snaps, Snapchats. Get it out of your system, you know. Read a book. I highly recommend Tolstoy. If I mentioned, I've been reading it. It's very good. Check it out. All right, on that note. How's everyone's Lent going? Oh, I one last thought popped in my head. I'm it's Lent now, isn't it? When's Lent over? The end of the end of East. When's Easter? Who knows? Who cares? I was going to give up booze for Lent, but then I said, "No, God wouldn't want me to be that bored." Classic. Don't you know so dumb. Sometimes I wake up in the middle of the night, and I write down a joke. Till I'm like, I think it's like, "Ah, oh, this is amazing. This is unreal." And then you wake up the next morning, and you're like, "What? Are you serious?" You dumb brain. Last night I woke up like at four and I wrote down this joke. Oh, my granddad's so clean. He's one of the cleanest men ever. They call him soap. And I spelt it like S O A P. Because O A P in Ireland, England and stuff is old age pensioner. And then soap, clean. Is that a play on words? It was so. I was like annoyed all morning. It was that bad. I was like, what? You know, you know, Marky boy, you used to think you were smart. You used to grow up and think, "Oh, I'm I'm smart. I've got a master's degree. I did well in school. I could have, uh, be, could have could have been a doctor, or a lawyer, or an app genius." But you know, he said, you know, I want to entertain the people, but you're still smart. And then I wake up in the middle of the night and I write down some profound thought, and then I wake up the next day and I'm like, "Oh, maybe." I'm just an idiot who's good at reciting facts for exams and then forgets everything, but on paper has knowledge and an education, but in reality is a fucking aegis. Then I mulled it over for the day. I said, all right, which one of the two is it? And uh, I'll let you decide, dear listener. I'll let you decide. We both know what the answer is underappreciated genius alright so I'm going to go for a little nap in my wardrobe my little closet my little 2x4 closet I'm going to curl up like a hedgehog and uh, until next time kudook 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 kudook